0: This is Vampiro, and you're watching Pro Wrestling for Life. I'm fucking Sean Waltman's homie, Vampiro. If I have to tell you that, go fuck yourself. But you're watch Pro Wrestling for Life.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Pro Wrestling for Life. We have a great show today. Uh, my co-host Nick is about to tell you what's on it.
2: Yes, uh, thank you so much, Sean. Uh, we do have a great show here for you today. One big guest here. We want almost an hour. Uh, you may know him from WCW. You may know him from Lucha Underground. You may know him from Wrestling Society X. The one and only Vampiro in the house here today. Uh, such a great conversation, Sean. You guys have known each other for like a couple decades now. At this point, you know, really uh, great- like two thousand five. Okay, so close, so just shy of two decades, but that's that's still really great, you know, to hear you guys chat about Wrestling Society X, you know, what your thoughts were on Lucha Underground. It's just a really nice chat. I enjoyed this conversation. Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, Mamp's a huge star, man. Like, a guy, like we talk about, and uh, he tries to act oh, humble, humble, humble about it, but like, you know, uh, I, I know he's not. <laughs> he knows. He's a fucking huge star in Mexico. Um, and you know, big, big star internationally, but man, it's crazy how big a star he is down there, man. Still,
2: still. Well, the thing I'm so happy about with this interview is like, I had a chance to chat with him for wrestling Inc about a year ago when he was putting out the documentary where he was dealing with his Alzheimer's and everything. He is so much more clear headed and just refreshed in this interview. than when I talked to him a year ago, I was just really happy that he just seems to be doing well at, at the moment, to be quite frank.
1: Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, Nick, when people are having issues like that, uh, when you start, like, you know, having conversations where you're reminiscing and bringing up old memories and shit like that, it helps. Yeah. You know, um, I see it. Like, I'm not going to name names of some of the, my my dear friends that have some cognitive issues, but then when they start, you know, someone asks a question, like, say, at a panel or something, you know, uh, one of my friends, well, he just lights up and just goes from being fucking almost brain dead to, you know, uh, just lighting up like a Christmas tree telling the story. So it's it helps, man. It helps, you know, like, you know, uh, it feels good for me, too.
2: Yeah, well, I think everyone's going to feel good. This is a great conversation. Stick around, Vampiro. At the end of the show, we're going to have what we're, we call our game show segment, our latest game show. We welcome on uh one of the pro wrestling for life listeners kevin wolf uh it's a it's a great game we call it it's called food fight uh so stick around for that and if you are wanting to be on the show and play a game against sean i think we're going to start uh sourcing more contestants from our social media so uh follow us at pro rest for life and uh maybe you'll find out an opportunity to come on the show and uh get to compete maybe talk a little bit with sean here um but with that all out of the way, uh, it's time for this week in wrestling. Uh, a lot of news happened this past week in the world of professional wrestling, Sean.
1: Nick, What's you up? don't have any news that leaves
2: a bruise? You specifically asked me <laughs> after last week's recording. Nick, listen, it's not a bad catchphrase. It's actually a pretty good catchphrase, but... You know how I change up the top of the show. You don't always need to say the same thing. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, of course. That was loosely what you told me after we recorded last Yeah. Week. Yeah. <laughs> so very, very, very refreshing,
1: Nick. Very refreshing today.
2: <laughs> Switch it up a little bit. So this week in wrestling, as I'm very serious about it, um, you know, dude, it's just such a cool time of professional wrestling right now. And this Friday night, I know, has a lot of fans excited. Now, it started off. On Friday night at SmackDown, WWE announced they're going to do a super-sized episode on Friday night. They're going to be on FS1 because there's a Major League Baseball game that's going to be over on Fox. And it's going to run uh, a half hour into AEW Rampage, right? Commercial-free. So Tony Khan, just today, as we're recording this on Tuesday, he announced that he's going to up the ante. He's like, well, if you guys want to run a half hour to Rampage, I'm going to do an AEW Rampage buy-in. And it's going to run during the second hour of SmackDown, making what was going to be a half-hour scuffle, an hour-and-a-half-long scuffle on Friday night. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Sean?
1: Oh, I'm here. I'm fucking here for it, man. Can you hear me okay? I'm too far from the microphone. You're kind of
2: far, but that's fine. Yeah, you're better now. Yeah,
1: I'm fucking here for it all day long. I love it when two promoters fucking whip their dicks out. <laughs> <laughs> Sue's cock is
2: bigger. It's a bit of a, I mean, like, I, I wonder how close it's going to be, Sean. Because, like, it's not like they're on Fox, right? It's SmackDown on FS1, both cable outlets. I, I'm interested, man. Yeah, me too.
1: Yeah, and, like, who? I mean, I, I have no idea what's going to happen numbers-wise.
2: Right, sure.
1: You know, none. Um, I'm very, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to finding out. Uh, I mean, hmm. I have a feeling it's going to be, like, fairly close.
2: I think so, too. Yeah. And, and it's just interesting. I don't know. I, I mean, it's interesting with WWE because, like, I don't know why they decided to, to kind of poke the bear here and do that half-hour run into Rampage. Like, I kind of thought they were just going to, you know, stay away, right? Do their own thing. It's interesting to me that they still feel the need to kind of, you know, try to push push these guys from time to time, you know? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's so, I mean, sometimes it's just, it's um, it's too tempting, yeah. you know, to pass up. And who knows what they're getting from, you know, the networks, the network execs, you know, hey, do this, do, who knows?
2: Well, and it's very different when you're going heads up with NXT, right? Because as we've talked about, you know, that's supposed to be their developmental, you know, product. I'll be interested to see what these quarter hours look like. You know, if you've got Roman Reigns on one channel, right. the, the Arguably the biggest name in your company. And on the other channel, you've got, you know, a CM Punk or a Brian Danielson going head to head. This is really, I think the first real litmus test we're going to get of what does AEW's popularity look like when you're going up against the best that WWE has to offer. You and know, we're talking about SmackDown. Yeah. SmackDown.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, The thing is, is, uh, oh, Jesus, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to uh, make excuses. But like one, you know, one show is on a network that has way more fucking clearance and way more houses.
2: They're not going to be on Fox this week. They're going to be on FS1. That's what I've been trying to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's not
1: Smackdown. It's fucking it's raw. Or it is Smackdown.
2: It's SmackDown on yeah. FS1 because they had to get bumped, you know, because the Major League Baseball games going to be on Fox on Friday night. So SmackDown will be airing F- FS1. Sure. So it won't be like, you know, uh, network versus cable blow. This is going to, they're both going to be on cable, right? And I, I, you know, I guess we could talk inside baseball here forever, but it's like, you know, AEW, their fans know Friday night, you know, on TNT. WWE fans kind of have to go out and find it. I always hate it because I never change my DVR right and so it doesn't it doesn't record the fs1 i have to remember to do it that kind of stuff hey yeah. man
1: okay things like not having a consistent schedule or being preempted is a kiss of death man it fucks you so hard oh oh my god nick i remember man like even and this was for a while even once we were the top fucking show on on cable television period We'd still get pumped for the fucking dog show. And you know, I love dogs, man. The Westminster Mr. Kennel
2: Club, though, bumped us every fucking year. Yeah, Fuck and as a, year. as a kid, I didn't get it, right? Like, I was watching, and I, you know, you start to wonder if wrestling got canceled, right? I mean, it's very different now, I know, with the internet and everything. But I remember being so confused about the whole dog show thing every year. I think there was a couple tennis preemptions, too, if I remember right. So, yeah. Anyway, um, well, we're talking. You know, we're talking about AEW versus SmackDown here right now. Uh, NXT, the former head-to-head of AEW, there was some news this past week that came out from the viewership trends, and I believe Dave Meltzer was the first one to report on this. Uh, that the median age for a viewer of NXT right now is sixty-two years old, which skews towards the actually the older end of the spectrum, if not yeah. the, older end of the spectrum. When it comes to WWE programming, what what's your reaction to NXT attracting? I that just who is like I'm
1: not sure who like who's in charge of the creative direction of the company, right? Now, or, or, of the of the brand of the, of NXT. I mean,
2: right it now. sounds like it sounds like. I mean, again, you, you can't may- have
1: fucking you can't have sixty plus year old people in charge of the creative direction of a show that's geared towards young people. You fucking can't, man. I mean, maybe oversee it, but you got to let young, fresh blood fucking make those decisions.
2: Yeah, I mean, who is running NXT is kind of a question right now because, like, it sounds like Vince and Bruce have decided to become more hands-on with the product because I don't know that Hunter is there right now because he's recovering from surgery. So I don't know if he's, like, dialing in or if he's removed from the product. Like, I again, like, I don't really know, you know? Yeah, it's just, man. We got to
1: be self-aware enough to know that we don't fucking, and I'm including me too, man, as a 50-year-old man. Right. We don't fucking know what they want. We might think we do, or we might think we know what's best for them, but we
2: don't fucking know. Um, We need to fucking listen to people that do. The, the one the thing that I think is most interesting on NXT and I don't know if there's been a change in directions with the character or not, but when I saw the Joe Gacy character debut on the, That's on the fucking brutal. Dude, I mean, and like there have been a lot of people who made jokes. They're like, Nick, they specifically made that character to get at you or whatever people if like if you're
1: doing that to fucking specifically get at
2: a certain group of people, you lost the fucking plot. And it's it's at the time when you're trying to to get people who left your product to go to AEW to come back. To your product. And it would seem that the people who left to go to AW, a lot of them were probably more progressive, that for one reason or another just stopped kind of identifying with the product, you know, and were looking for something different. I was, I really thought it was a kind of thumb to the nose the, the, with the Joe Gacy stuff at that particular crowd. But then at the same time, I actually don't hate what they're doing now, three weeks in with it, where he's kind of this Charles Manson character and he's got, you know, Parker Brudeau, giant spooky okay. dude be the text who is charles manson i don't hate that you know okay
1: but that other shit man that was fucking rotten like it, one of the some of the worst shit i've ever seen on fucking a wrestling tv show
2: well and i and again i don't want to get political here but like i read a great article uh about the rise of conservative comedy recently and i did not know how it's like being so much more aggressively uh targeted right now how, how much more conservative comedy i guess there is right now and that specific character felt like something that somebody who watches like Greg Gutfeld would find funny, right? Which is a six. 16- I don't <laughs> know, dude.
1: I don't fucking talk about politics on the show. Anyway, I don't talk about that less,
2: shit. Less about politics, more about the art of what is going on here right now. Um, but anyway, all right. Um, down at NXT in the Performance Center right now, we have a new addition coaching wise. Ken Doan is going to be uh, joining the WWE Performance Center coaching team. Uh, what do you yeah. think about Kim's Ken, addition to the team?
1: I mean uh, I just have a, a tiny like a limited experience with Kundon. We had a match one time on on a show. It was a crazy fucking show. Like I don't want to get into like all the hijinks that happened, but like anyway, so I had a really nice match with him, man. Uh and like he impressed me, man. He knows what he knows what's up in there. Uh he's a good guy to have. Um I would I would be very comfortable having him uh, as one of the coaches uh, if I was running Performance Center.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh,
1: very not, solid.
2: Yeah, and it's been nice too. The past couple of years, he's been you know working for MLW. He stayed busy. Him and you know uh, not Nick Mondo, Mike Mike Mondo. Anyway,
1: I don't. Here is the thing, man. Like, not every coach has to have been in the main event and drawn all the money. Like, you know, uh, other people like that maybe just were mid-card guys, still have a lot to offer, Mm
2: -hmm. you know?
1: like Tons. I mean, anyways, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, Norman Smiley is a name that always, like, impresses me so much, the longevity he's had and how respected and revered people talk about him.
1: Yeah, but so so Norman was a main eventer, okay? He didn't – he wasn't in main events in WCW, but, like, everywhere he went, like, in Mexico, he was a huge star. Uh, um, top world champion down there, um, and and UWF. He was he wasn't like the top guy in UWF, but he was like one of the top uh, American guys in the late '80s. Um, and so, like Nor- Norman, just you know, he was mid card guy or like lower mid card guy in WCW, just because of the glut of fucking talent there. Yeah, sure. you know, um, yeah. and he was just at that point where he was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. You know, I'm gonna do the wiggle, wiggle, and he's so fucking entertaining, man. God, yeah, I like fucking
2: Norman. I like Norman Smiley a lot because, like, now, he could do all that
1: goofy shit and then fucking kill you, like, in, in, a, in a, the same instant. You know, like, I mean, he's he's lethal.
2: Uh, well, lastly, here as we talk about the performance center, um, some big news that came up this past week as well. Uh, AJ Mendez, formerly AJ Lee, and WWE. Uh, finally returning to the pro wrestling business after I think about eight years away from it. Uh, She's going to be doing commentary and she's going to be a producer for WOW Women of Wrestling. Um, They're going to be going into syndication here in about a year. Um, But I don't know if you have any thoughts on her joining, but I know we were kind of talking before we got on the air and you had kind of an interesting story. Yeah, Uh, one that I told you I didn't really
1: want to talk about.
2: Well, you said it. You didn't want to talk about it because you said it sounded like you were blowing smoke up your head. I'm not going to do it. You don't want to tell the story now?
1: Well, I just—I'm a fan of AJ's. Uh, I always knew she had something to offer um, since FCW days. When, yeah, okay, I'll tell the story, Nick. But fuck, man!
2: You told me you didn't tell me to not tell the story before the show. Okay.
1: (laughs) There was a big talent evaluation. That Hunter came down. Taker was there. I was there evaluating all that it was before NXt when Hunter was trying to figure out how to how to bring developmental up to speed it was right as you know we're trying to figure out how to turn it into you know what it later became sure and you know so they were evaluating all the talent and they didn't even look at her and Hunter asked me is there anyone you want to look at I was like yeah her and you know um I I just always knew like she had star quality about her like she wasn't the greatest in in the ring but she was good in there yeah you know she did really she was she really held her own in there and just she just um i don't mean to even say like when i say she wasn't the greatest that doesn't mean she wasn't excellent in there it's just a lot of fucking talented women you know uh but yeah no Yeah, I was fucking just sitting
2: here rambling, which is why I didn't want to tell the story in the first place. It's a good story. It's a good story, I thought. Uh, This episode of Pro Wrestling for Life is brought to you by Roman. That's right. Look, no one's perfect. You know, even the best basketball players, they're going to miss the hoop, right? And good golfers, sometimes they're going to three-putt on the green. And if you feel like you are coming up a little short in the bedroom, well, that's okay. Because if it's bothering you, there are options and you could go to get Roman.com slash X That's
1: right. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, Nick, all the comfort, all from the comfort. It's a good read. It's good. <laughs> it's Nick, here's the thing. Like I was telling you before, man, I, I've never needed anything like this. I'm very manly. Um, Never had a problem in my entire life getting it up.
0: No. But,
1: oh, but I'm getting older, you know, and got a little prostate issues, and it really helps with that. That's the real reason why I'm taking it.
2: (laughs) Of course. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, A U.S. licensed healthcare professional, they're going to work with you to find your best treatment plan, Sean. So if medication is appropriate, which sounds like maybe the case for you, it's going to ship to you for free and it's going to ship with two day shipping that's
1: right and getting started is simple nick just go to getroman.com slash xpoc and complete the online visit take care of your ed without leaving home complete an online visit today to connect with the
2: doctor and take care of it nick yeah you just gotta go to getroman.com slash xpoc now and you're gonna get 15 dollars off your first month look there's a straightforward way to take care of your ed and that is going to get roman.com slash xpoc to get 15 dollars off your first month sean
1: hey really there's no you can't really put a price on uh pleasing your partner in the bedroom you no. really can't man like no. and, like also like kidding aside like i talked about you know oh, i never needed this before man hey even if you don't really need
2: it need it like man it can't it can't hurt <laughs> No, no, it definitely does it. Just, you know, for a fun night around the house, you know, go to getroman.com slash XPOC. And again, you're going to get started now using getroman.com slash XPOC. And you're going to get, and I know you can't put a price on it, but getting $15 off your first month of treatment, that's not a bad deal. That also helps. Well worth it. Hey,
1: Roman, thank you for sponsoring Pro Wrestling for Life. Hey, man, so we're just, we're rolling already, man. Um, no, no, no need for an introduction, man. Like, if anyone doesn't know who you are, I don't know what to tell them, man. But
0: Don't stop that shit. I'm, hey, the, guy who, I'm the guy who wears the Ramones t-shirts.
1: I almost put my Wolfpack, like, the, we have a Wolfpack one that's kind of mm-hmm. patterned after the Ramones, and was uh, too wrinkly. I got <laughs> you, brother. Hey. hey. Hey, so. Every day, all day. Hey, vamp, vamp. Um, am I right in saying that the first time we actually crossed paths was WSX? It seems like it to me. I mean, <laughs> like I'm asking you too because I don't remember. Like I'm not 100 percent sure, but I don't remember
0: anything I, prior I, to that. I mean, we were in Japan at the same time for different companies, and I remember telling you that that I I we were trying to get you to Mexico right around when you were popping and I was popping. So I, yeah, I think that that MTV thing was the first time we actually did yeah. something together. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Went back when um like in the early nineties when uh, different people were trying to get me into Mexico, like Pena didn't like the way I looked like he, he wasn't a fan of how I looked, you know, man, you remember Pena. You remember oh. how I had, remember I was skinny as fuck and I had the mullet and
0: you know, anyways. yeah. I mean, yeah. you were doing your thing, brother, but you were you were the guy, you were, you were the one who was lighting things up on fire because you were the first one who was doing the jumping spin kicks and, and all that shit. And it was just like, we we're dying to get you into Mexico. And I, when I first, I saw a videotape from you, Norman Smiley brought a videotape back from Japan and you, it was a match of yours. I don't know if it was the Mall of America. Sometimes I got that in my head you were wearing all red and you were fucking jumping off of um, the, like this like the barrister of the staircase and you were spin kicking guys off of there in a bar and I was like what the fuck is that?
1: Oh, you're talking about oh yeah, the Minnesota
0: stuff with Jerry Lynn, yeah. Yeah, 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 bro. You yeah. were you were the reason when I saw that tape, I started taking taekwondo right then and there because I was like, "That is the most spectacular thing I've ever oh, seen." Tape that the fucking kicks, man. I'm telling you, bro. Stop, vamp.
1: It's I'm. You're here for me to blow smoke up your ass, not the, the No, way dude. I'm
0: fucking blowing smoke right here, dude. That's how <laughs> the fuck it is. I don't give a shit what anybody says, man. And I saw that, and that's it's the honest to god truth. And I don't think I've ever told you that, but but fuck, I no, man. Yes, no.
1: no. no. Yeah. Well, you know, Norman and I like. I mean, he started with a few years before I did, but you know, we both come from Malenko's and, 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 you know, yep. Norman, Norman would come on Sundays and train with us when we were doing, you know, submission stuff and, and all that. But yeah, man. Hey, so that, that WSX stuff, Vip, you had a, you had a like a producer role there. So it wasn't you were just one of the talent. And I was just this fucking, I was, I was, man, I don't know how the fuck anyone dealt with me during that, like during the, during the shooting of the pilot. And then the fucking, the week that we took to shoot the season. Oh my God. I look back on, on me then vamp. And I'm like, Holy fuck. How did anyone put up with me? Oh my God, Nick. I was just so like, Oh fuck man. Like, and, and it was bullshit, man. Having to go, uh, um, you know, practice your match ahead of time, like in in, all, in my mind and all that. Uh uh, but that was what that was what was asked, and they were paying me a lot of fucking money, man.
0: <laughs> I could have showed up on time. I, sorry about I, that. No, 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 man. I I specifically remember that I thought meeting you was one of the coolest experiences I had because I had somebody who I had something in common with. I remember we never talked about fucking wrestling. We were talking about the whiskey, the wiper room, mm-hmm. uh, uh, fucking melting. Yeah, man. We were in a whole different, we had so much more in common that I don't know why you say that about yourself because I guess, I guess that's how people saw me too because I got along with you like this, man. And and uh, I get it, dude. We were, we, fuck, hey, man, we, we walked a pretty dangerous path there for a while, yeah. brother. Yeah. So
1: here's why I I say things like that, Vamp, is because, you know, I have a lot of of situations where I feel like I acted like that and it was just real, like, you know, a motherfucker to deal with. And I just like to try to make a little bit of, like, amends and at least acknowledge, you know, how I was. And, like, Mm -hmm. I, I really am not a big fan of the person I used to be. That's all.
0: I, you know, I get they're... that and i went through the same thing brother when i was doing my therapy and fixing this alzheimer's bullshit i mean the person that i used to be i'm embarrassed about that but if it wasn't for that i wouldn't have the scar tissue to be authentic now yeah. just like you my friend so i yeah. mean we it happened for a reason and if you think about it what we did whether you like it or not it was fucking authentic i so, stuff. oh yeah man Honestly, it looking the back, I of the love it. who were fucking idiots and there's a lot of those idiots that are still around today. And being that I'm not in the business anymore, you can go, go fuck yourselves. How's that?
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any specific names? No, yeah. I'm
0: just, yeah. Oh, I'm-, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Are you ready? You're trying no. to get yourself
1: out of a hole, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. so, Vamp. Vamp. So, hey, man, Um, that was a great experience, though, that that WSX stuff, man. And it was so different, man. Like... um. I had a it great time, man. And I got
0: yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And I remember you saying, brother, I want to fucking brawl more. Let's go. And you were so into it, brother. It was so, you know, that was like the, like, like when you and I brought, broke in, we started changing that whole thing. This was the next stage of people changing the business right in front of our eyes. That was the birth of change, I believe. Yeah. I mean, it was, it
1: was definitely uh cutting edge. Yeah. You know, and the pacing of it and everything. And and um, and then we, you know, when we shot the season vamp and, and the, the the you know the final episode as you and I for the title, and hey man, we did, you know, it, well, yeah, it was the, it was the coffin match. The and the fucking coffin match, man. The finish, it all looked great. That's how shit like match, that is supposed was, to look.
0: It was uh I I mean it was because of you you put that match together dude and you know we just clicked in the ring that was our first fucking time bro and it was just it went off i was one of my you know that's one of my favorite matches and every time i see highlights of it i'm like fuck there's that was really cool man. you know and the thing when we're going down the alley there and i hit your head off the deal and the spin kicks and your fucking stuff and i was like (laughs) slow down brother what the fuck is wrong with you man you're gonna kill me out here it was a yeah. it was a great time, man. I, I love you for that, brother. That that match was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. I enjoyed it, man. It was I I really thought it was a really good
1: fucking way to end that. Uh you know, if 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 there were if we weren't gonna come back, what a way to end it. Fuck it, right? How long ago
0: was that? Man, what's it been like? Did, it, it's it over? was I think it was like four, 13 or fourteen 15, years ago. Yeah.
2: Yeah, something yeah, like that. I mean, brother, you hit
0: me so fucking hard that one of my arms is still longer than Fuck you out ever. of here. I'm always there, bro, but i still fucking. I'm like, yeah, that's
1: Sean. I tell everyone to fucking put their hand up. I'm sorry you didn't fucking hear me say, put the hand up. No, man, I hit him. With, <laughs> I had no
0: choice. I didn't know where the fuck it was coming from. Uh, Those were good uh, times, man. Those were good it times. Was,
1: yeah, man, and all the cool, like, and Kevin Kleinrock, man, you know, that guy doesn't get talked about enough, man. And, I love uh, Kevin. Okay, he's the best, Kevin's man. The man, brother. Yeah. Yeah, just a super sweet guy, man. One of the really, really super fucking human beings that
0: I've ever encountered in wrestling, and that's why no one talks about him, brother. Because he's a good guy, and and he he deserves. It wasn't all these fucking guys who walk around right now and like they're the shit and they're the draw. Look, first of all, you motherfuckers who are on top right now never drew anywhere. So so stop your shit. And if I make enemies saying that, it is what it is. But if it wasn't for Kevin Kleinrock, a lot of these dudes who have forgotten Kevin Kleinrock uh, wouldn't have had fucking food on the table. Kevin yeah. really sustained a lot of guys' careers. Really, so, really, really. So people that might not know who Kevin Kleinrock is or
1: maybe need a little refresher, Kevin, uh, I first met him. He was working for XPW. Uh, I don't know how the fuck he uh, managed that. He was the only, like, normal motherfucker in the whole company. Um and then uh, part of Big Vision Entertainment, which did the WSX stuff, they did a bunch of like, you know, backyard wrestling, video game, different shit like that. Uh, um, and then and then exactly. Kevin, and then Mask Republic is what yeah. you, you would know Kevin from now. Yep. Yeah, I mean, dude, and he loves you so much, man. Oh my god, he was the
0: biggest Vampiro fan. Oh, fuck, I love Kevin, man. He's he's an awesome dude. But you know, he got this skinny little Jew guy. In in fucking XPW run by a fucking porno company and everybody in there is in the porno industry. They got me, you, Sabu, all the fucking rejects from ECW, and then you got Kevin. It just brother. I don't that know. Really, <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome, fucking man. awesome. I I I'd never forget when I was there when New Jack threw that motherfucker off the ceiling. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. I, I I watched that live and I was like, what the fuck did I just see? I don't it looked like Donkey Kong. Bing, bang, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, oh my God.
1: Yeah, it was crazy.
0: It was, wasn't that the greatest yeah. experience ever?
1: Hey, so hey, hey Vamp, yeah. do you remember the fucking the, the crack dealer that, that new jack brought to the pilot taping and the, he he fucking made him stand outside in a purple suit in the fucking blazing hot sun the whole day? Like, I mean, you had to have been there, Nick, but, you know, and then, like, people are going, oh, my God, New Jack brought a crack dealer to the fucking show. Dude, you – so you're going to book New Jack and then you're going to complain about New Jack being New
0: Jack. (laughs) It's like you go into the office to get paid and you got 10 porno girls and you got a fucking pounder a fucking something that looks very suspicious. It's the color white and it's chopped really fine. And then you got a little envelope and the promoter says, you know, well, how do you want to get paid? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those were, uh, those were different times. Kids stay in school. Hey, hey, hey yeah. man, Hey, man, that, that,
1: that, when I came to our, uh, when I came to Guadalajara, yeah. you know, you and I had that match in that outdoor stadium. It was a death match. And it was called that the promotion was called RXLL. Yeah. And uh, I don't like remember what happened with it, but I just remember we had a, but we had a really like, that was a neat match too, man. I mean,
0: for what it was, it was violent as fuck, dude. Yeah. Fucking white tubes.
1: Fucking, you threw me into this fucking shit and it exploded. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was uh, RXL, Revolution Pro Wrestling. That was Kevin's idea. Was it? That was a Kevin thing? Yeah, it was a Kevin. can't win them all, Kev. Yeah, it was a Kevin thing, and uh, man, we tried, dude. Yeah. We tried, but you know, when uh, you got people on the other side of the fence uh, coming to hold your hostage for your...
1: <laughs> you know,
0: like so. Nick, I see your kind of eyes, like uh, like
1: that seems to... like a crazy story, but like that's the kind of shit that happened down there. That's no fucking joke, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember M- Marty the moth came to mexico when the ex uh when that fucking uh, lucha underground was happening yeah i was bringing marty into triple a and i was like brother whatever the fuck happens tonight on the ride home do not panic don't get out of the fucking car and just keep your mouth shut and don't get all steroided out and he managed because you'll die like, what are you talking about and sure enough halfway home we get stopped on the highway and the military they're all you know with the guns and they're pointing at yeah. us. you got these fucking guns that'll bring down an airplane i'm like marty that's not the military that's the cartel whatever the fuck happens just don't even lift your head up look at the floor and they were all wrestling fans they were like vamp you guys can go or whatever but but hey, that's mexico baby yeah
2: wow I always wonder why Marty hasn't done better. I, I, he's got all the looks and talents and stuff. I don't know why somebody hasn't picked him up in the states. I'm, I'm really surprised by that.
0: Me too, because there's no politics in wrestling.
2: <laughs>
0: that has something to do with it. I, don't,
2: I, don't know what the politics involved with Marty the Moth are. I'm sorry. So. Hey man,
0: that's fucking thick. Pretty thick politics down in Mexico too, vamp.
2: It fucking the, you know
0: the the world should take its fucking lessons from pro wrestling. One political system for all of you, the motherfuckers. Yeah. Everybody gets it in the ass. That's the way it should be ran, isn't it? Hey, I mean,
1: hey, so
0: a rumor, hey, so man, um, you know,
1: people, some people that don't know or that like i have never been to Mexico, um, when somebody says that you were as big as John Cena or guys like that. I'm going to say bigger because fucking like 15 years past your, your like quote unquote heyday, you come back to triple A. Remember I'm there, me, Marco Corleone, fucking you had that match with Conan and that was like outdoor stadium. And we came down, interfered, and shit. Anyways, dude, Fifteen years at, or maybe even twenty years later, you're fucking pop. When you came out, it, I like, it's fucking impressive. No matter how you look at it, man. Like, this is me blowing smoke up your ass right now because, like, if somebody rolls their eyes when they hear that you were that big down Mexico, I'm here to fucking tell you
0: it's a truth, man. It's the fucking truth. Uh, I, I. You, you freaked me out so much that my camera turned from black and white to color. <laughs> just, just so people can this see how true, you embarrassed me, motherfucker. Right, right. Um, I I don't know how to answer that. It's not uh, really a question.
1: It was a statement.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't expect to hear that. Um, I, I don't know what it was or what it is. I, I think I was in the right place at the right time. When Mexico was... Mexico in the 1980s, the government didn't allow live rock and roll and especially uh, American bands. So when I got here, MTV had just started. Metallica had just played here. Guns and Roses just broke out. And then wrestling was on TV. So all those things happened on the same weekend. And I showed up and I had that look of, of Hollywood Boulevard or Sunset Strip back in the yeah. late 80s, early 90s. That You know, the whole vampire rock and roll thing and you can't touch metallica but you can touch vampiro so i i I filled that cultural thing and i had tattoos and that didn't happen and that was one of the first guys in mexico with long hair it just is what it is so i don't know what happened and i don't know why the vampiro character has that effect but i'm 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 blessed believe me i it's not me i got zero fucking talent um, but I, I just was in the right place at the right time, and very, very blessed, man. Very, very blessed. Very blessed. Hey, so it's so much. There's a lot of motherfuckers out there who copied that image. I right? don't want to say any names, but there's one who looks like this, and he tells everybody he's in a band. And, anyways,
2: <laughs> oh wow! All right. Yeah, I fucking said it. <laughs> okay, what have you become? Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Hey, so hey, there
1: why they so? A lot of your people that have known you for years and years uh, call you Billy. Is that because of Billy Idol?
0: Yeah. When yeah. I got to Mexico, they couldn't say Ian. Oh, okay. I had And I had blonde hair and the pictures that I sent down. And when I was a teenager, I was a huge mark for Billy Idol. And Billy just stuck. And that was it. Yeah. Even like
1: sometimes I'll hear Norman even call you Billy.
0: Yeah. I have no idea where <laughs> the fuck that comes from. What are you talking about, you dumb fuck? But, uh, you know. Uh, brother, if you can't laugh at yourself, you know you and I, and there's a few of us. We survived. Ninety-nine percent of us yeah. of our generation, all joking aside, didn't make it, and we yeah, did. Yeah, lot yeah, okay. We lost. We 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 went to the fucking top, and we lost our our, our grounding a little bit. All right, I fucked up too. Oh, uh, so what? Wouldn't you? If you're fucking twenty-one years old, you come from the street, and somebody tells you you're God, and you got three hundred million women all over the place, and you're making money. What do you? that's not going to affect you you're that that much better than me brother i'm so fucking proud of everything that you're doing you got this show going on and the way people talk about you and i see the sheets and whatever and i see you're booked all over the planet you're a fucking warrior man and good for you dog and thank you whether you like it or not you're an influence on me and i appreciate it I because i know i fucked up too and i didn't know where to go and i just looked at what you were going through and i just based However you did it, that's, I mean, it worked for you. And I just started getting my shit together. And I want to say thank you on behalf of a lot of us who didn't know how to fucking climb out of that hole. And it's, oh. you, man, it's thanks to you. Dude. It, hey man, it's
1: fucking crazy. Cause when you don't know how to climb up out of it, man, like, uh, yeah, it can seem insurmountable and, and yeah. man, it took a long fucking time, man. And I never thought I was going to do it for a while. You know, I'm and not I'm sure you
0: felt sure. that way too, man. I feel every day is a battle, brother, and people don't understand it. They think mental health is a word or it's a fashion statement. It's like, no, motherfucker, you you evil bastards out there want me to get better, but you watch every do is to watch me fall, motherfuckers. And it's like, so okay, if if that's what you expect of me, then yeah, I'm gonna talk shit. Like I just did because I don't know you. You don't know me. You've already formed your opinion. And if that's your mentality to hear me speak about other people, shame on you. Shame on you, you motherfucker. Shame on you. Hey, Nick, do you want to get in here? and like? Because I know there was some stuff that you wanted to kind of delve into. No,
2: well, I mean, one of the things, there's a couple of things that have come up. First of all, like I want to address, like you saying, that you're not in the wrestling business anymore, Vampiro. I mean, I think the last time we had the chance to talk was about your documentary. Uh, I had gotten the impression that there were still some projects in the works uh, are you de- are you decidedly out of pro wrestling? Like what, what's your relationship, I guess, like right now with the business? I got
0: Alzheimer's and I got 86 percent of my body with chronic arthritis. I embarrass myself when I go in the ring and I don't want to embarrass the business because the business gave me a life, gave me an identity. Let me feel my dreams. Uh, but Sean will know this. Once you're a pro wrestler, it, you there's no way out of it. You're in it for life. It's just like being a convict or being an addict. You know, when you hear those things, I'm always an addict, even though I've been clean for 30 years. I was born to be a pro wrestler, as was Sean. I don't agree with the politics. I don't agree with the, the, the direction of things. But then again, when I was an innovator, people didn't agree with me either. And that's life. And it's just kind of like I don't need to explain my shit to anyone. Uh, If I go do a pro wrestling show, it's because I love pro wrestling, not because I need you to do this. You know, I I really like to help people. I like being around the guys. There's very few. Sean's one of them. If I was on a show with Sean, I would take the show. But if there's some promoter and and even though it's a good payoff and it's a jabroni fucking situation where I got to deal with gossip, I just don't go, man. I don't need that. It's not why I became a pro wrestler. I became a pro wrestler because I'm a fan of pro wrestling not the pro wrestling business.
2: Sure. And any backstage, are you like outside of being in the ring? I mean, I think again, the last time we talked, we actually brought up WSX a little bit and I believe that you had mentioned there was like a chance we might see it come back in some fashion or something like that. I don't know if that's something that's no longer on the table or not. I mean, look,
0: every swinging dick out there who's been in a position to have a little bit of stroke starts their promotion for 10 minutes on the internet and then it goes out of business because they signed a deal somewhere else it's kind of like look motherfucker there's the wwe there's aew there's there's impact and then there's japan and some indies in europe that's fucking it if you can get to mexico every now and then there ain't nothing else going on out there so all these other little shows that are happening god fucking bless you stop hiring superstars that's not why you're doing a show you're doing a show because you're a fucking fan of wrestling and you're giving new talent the place to learn the craft The guys who didn't make it and you're sour pusses and you're fucking bent out of shape. Hey, man, it happens to everybody. This doesn't last forever. The guys who are on top, don't forget to pass the torch because you didn't get there because you're talented. You got there because you were in the right place at the right time. If I think if people start to go back to where we came from and not forget that I was that fucker who carried jackets to the ring. I was that guy who saved up my money to buy a ticket. I watched the AWA on Saturday nights to see the Road Warriors come out for 15 seconds. That's what taught me to love pro wrestling. All this other shit out there that there could be a comeback. And then you got Kurt Bauer and Conan flirting with the idea of bringing back Lucha Underground. Hey, man, don't bring it back. Do something better. The business needs to evolve. And then pass the torch. This is history. This is culture. It doesn't belong to us. We were here for a time, and that's it. That's how I
2: feel. So you would be, you're not necessarily uh, advocating to bring back wrestling society X. And it sounds like you're kind of a little coy on Azteca Lucha, what they're doing in MLW right now. I mean, we don't know what it looks like quite yet, but it's certainly a well, descendant I, I, of each I'll tell you
0: what it looks like. Okay. Please do. I mean, look, you brought the, the match that Sean and I had when the MTV project with the coffin yeah. and all that, that yeah. can't be duplicated. It's a one-time deal, but all you kids today were influenced by it. So take it and make it better. and Let me and Sean watch it and say, fuck, that's awesome what you guys did. Yeah, But be careful because you're going to have to do that for the next generation. You can't bring it back. You got to evolve on it. The Rolling Stones are on tour right now. Their fucking drummer died. It's not the Rolling Stones anymore. I'll go see them because of what it represents. But the moment the original is done, it's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. Do something better with it. And guys like Sean, guys like myself, we don't have egos. You don't fucking need to have us there. I'd like to be there, but I I didn't start becoming a pro wrestler for the money, so I'm not going to finish being a pro wrestler for the money. I need the payoff, but if I finish wrestling, it's going to be on my terms. It's because I want to say thank you to the business and to the fans and to my opponent for letting me live my dream.
2: And, and do you see lucha underground as the evolution of what wrestling society x was i mean you were a part of both of them and you know you say not to kind of replicate the past but lucha underground kind of took a lot of the elements as, as, i mean Whoa, i watched- it
1: was fucking ridiculously similar
2: yeah. it,
0: it, it should it it, it should apologize for- <laughs> or at least fucking acknowledge yeah it was it was blatantly a uh, 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 copy it just was if you really, wow. if you, yeah, it was a copy. Yeah.
2: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Cause I mean, I was, wa- I actually, well, Sean, I watched yours in Vampiro's uh, WSX title match back this morning and I'm watching it and I'm like, wow, this, this may as well be in the temple. I mean, even the way, even the way, yeah. Even yeah. The, way the, the fans were filmed, the whole aesthetic, the lighting. And I mean, dude, it is just, I guess it's like, I forgot a little bit like the presence when you were full on Vampiro with the makeup and the dreadlocks and, like, standing there with Sean, I mean, re- like, really impressive, man. Like, the, the vibe of the space in that moment was just, it was super cool. Like, I really loved what that was.
0: That initial sequence with me and Sean where there's, he ducks and then come back with the spin kick and all that, and the vest and his hair and, and this and that and the, and the kicks, and he does the thing in the corner. I just saw that a couple months ago, that match. And I watch it every now and then because it was one of my better matches because of my opponent. And I look at what's going on today. Today, you can do all the moves that we did, but you don't tell the story. That part is forgotten. That's why you can't copy it, because what we did, we we told the story, because we were educated that way. Now, it's Cirque du Soleil. I get it, but that's not my thing.
2: And I was, so, I was so caught off guard, Sean, when you did the mist right out of the gate. I don't know that I'd ever seen you do the face mist before, but it was like... Oh, a- dude, I did it to Matt Hardy. I can't remember who,
1: like... Oh, I would do sometimes in the like right after the beginning of the match. Oh fuck, man. I like I thought I don't know, man. I, I can't remember who I did it to. I thought they were gonna punch me in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure BAMP knew it was covered though.
0: <laughs> I don't even know, dude. It didn't matter. You know, it was you. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, it is.
2: So I, I was a little surprised. So wait, y- y- correct me if I'm wrong, but you two did share a little bit of time on top of each other in WCW, right? In 97. No? You guys, no. You guys were never part of the company at the same time? All right. No. Never mind. I thought you guys may have been in the locker room at least for a little while at the same time. Because no. I think for a lot of people, you guys are really synonymous like with WCW. It's crazy to think that you guys like actually didn't like work together at WCW. Right? You know? Yeah. yeah, I had to. I had to kind of go down the rabbit hole. I was like, maybe there was like a little overlap here. No, you guys were like. I think you may have just kind of missed like ships in we, the night. We were so
1: Vamp and I were were around each other the most when we both worked for AAA. Okay.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey Vamp, I like last time I saw you were you were like like some kind of executive producer or something with AAA,
0: man. Like you were yeah. running, calling shots down there behind yeah. the scenes. With no, not anymore. No, no. I kind of started that journey yeah. thanks to the project with, in MTV. Uh, I ran AAA for a while, then I left. I came back, I ran it again, and then you know I got a text up, up a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, I got yeah. I got a fucking WhatsApp saying I'm not needed anymore, and oh, uh, end of that, yeah. <laughs> I was like, but I'm producing your TV show. I'm the writer of your show. I'm okay. <laughs> all, all right. How much? And that was it
2: how much interest do you have in working with the younger generation? I mean, obviously it seems like you, you feel there's some lessons that, that guys like you and Sean can pass on to these guys. I mean, is that something that you you're pursuing or no?
0: I, if the opportunity arises, I I happily do it, but you know, I'm so involved with the guardian angels in Mexico. I I have a TV show here. I've got my radio show. I I got my band here. I got, I got a different life. I, I way left wrestling a long time ago and, I do so much social, social work with the Guardian Angel. I mean, it's a serious fucking thing down here. So if I get invited to a wrestling show, I mean, I'm not even a, an, 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 a, a pinhead of what I used to be. But I do see the reaction of the guys in the dressing room. And if somebody comes and says hello, I, I'm happy to watch their match and guide them. If I'm lucky enough to get in there, um, I, I have fun, man. I have fun. So if I can help somebody out, you know, I do a small show and they're like, Vam, and I'm like, no, no, no. Who, who do you want to build? Let them beat me. I mean, that, that's the whole point. You know, yeah. create somebody new. Give somebody that memory. So I, I, it's it's tough for me to be involved in wrestling because I, I live in Mexico. And the indie scene in the United States is a whole other animal. And they kind of got their favorites and the the circuit's tough to get into for me because it's an expense to bring me from here. Because yeah. I'm so committed, my radio show is Monday to Friday, you know, uh, every night, and then I'm with the band on the weekend or doing something. I I just don't have the time, and I'm really in love with rock and roll. So, I'm where I I started out before wrestling, and this is exactly what I was born to do. So,
1: ape hey, man, like the most important thing I want to know is like, like right now, like is life good, man? Are you happy? Like you know, I mean.
0: That's once the most I, important
1: fucking thing, man.
0: Yeah, Sean, once I, once I started confronting my ego in my yeah. therapy because of the Alzheimer's, and I got into the spirituality and practicing ritual magic, I met Damien Eccles. I know you know who he is. Oh, yeah, of course. Memphis Street. Uh, yeah, you know, and um, once that happened, I, I'm, I don't think I've... I don't have the words to say how grateful I am to God or to the universe with my happiness right now. I am so in love with life. I'm in such a good place and I know it's because I'm away from the the evilness of the wrestling business. I don't I oh, hey upset. man, I'm not gonna you? argue I'm not gonna argue with you on that, man, because like if you don't have
1: your fucking spiritual self defenses up, yeah. our industry can really fuck you up,
0: man. Oh fuck yeah. How many guys I mean, at least you back know? in our day, man? I mean, I I can only imagine. Look look at all the old ODS and, and 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 suicides that we went through, in our generations. Not just in the WWE, WCW, Mexico, Japan, Europe. A lot of people lost their lives because of the stress of trying to fucking even know if you're gonna eat tomorrow. Wrestling can. I don't think it's a wrestling business. I think it was the culture of 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 the of the people trying to manipulate the behind the scenes that really fucked with a lot of guys' heads. And bro, I can I. I can only pray that the dressing room today in the bigger companies is not like that because I just saw too many people go, man. And it's just it's it's so sad to me. It really is. I, I, people that I call brothers that I'll never see again. Yeah,
1: they're gone. Yeah.
0: I could it's look, man.
1: People the guy, the guys and girls in the industry today, man, they they have their own set of problems, but a lot of that shit like is not as prevalent man thankfully really thankfully. yeah yeah i mean like it's it's not a, there's not a lot of guys all fucked up you know i mean
0: it's it's a lot of people don't understand that they're like oh you guys would use drugs well yeah motherfucker i'm insecure i'm in a fucking business where they beat me and break me down on purpose so that i don't rise to the top and get a little bit bigger piece of the pie i'm around fucking people who want to eat me alive every day my body fucking hurts. I travel four hundred days a year. I'm losing my wife. I never see my fucking kids, and I gotta do something so I can sleep at night, so I can get yeah, through right. this, so I can go there tomorrow. And you're gonna fucking judge me on that, and you've never walked that path. Right, right. Shame on you. Shame well, on you.
2: And I, I think a lot of people, when when we talk about the difference in the generations, you you know, the internet is such a big difference, right? Like the ability to connect with your family, the ability to like get your your message out, the ability to look into issues that you may be affected by or affecting your friends like that just wasn't there for you guys right like i'm barely old enough to remember pay phones and having to go like outside to like place a call before cell phones you know i mean it's a very different environment when you don't have i mean social media the internet is both good and bad in some ways i feel it is good because it's allowed people to feel interconnected and Bro, the fucking
1: like, bad so far as that outweighs the good. It's not even fucking funny, though, Nick.
2: I, I, there's I, no question about it at
1: all. It's just a fact of life that we, think, we have social media now.
0: Yeah, I, I really think that what the big companies dropped the ball on, but I don't think they knew any better, is there was no psychological help. There was no support. There was no psychologist uh, on board. It was steroids or physical therapy or machismo, but there was nobody to talk about problems mental health issues. And that's just starting to come around. But I mean, I'm sure if that was available to us back then, uh, things would have been very different. Very, very different.
2: And, and that was something recently when there was the unfortunate passing of Daphne. I know WWE put out a, a text or a message to everybody in the company letting them know that these are services that are available to them now. And I agree with you. I think that Advocating for that within the companies and stuff is is really great, in having access to those kinds of resources. I I agree that it is better now in the business. I I uh, I only brought up the internet thing just because I know that there's a lot of people that are able to reach you're out.
0: that's why you brought it up.
2: I didn't bring yeah, it up. A huge so piece of shit, I didn't bring it up because I'm a, <laughs> fine. I'm a huge piece of shit. So <laughs> it, I introduced the internet into the conversation because I wanted to be a real fucking asshole, and I you, I, I apologize. Was, that's I, okay, Nick. You're bro. forgiven. Because you're actually a really
1: good dude at heart, Nick. Thank you.
2: <laughs> I try my absolute best. So
0: Yo, Sean. Yeah, man. How you doing, man? How you doing, brother? You
1: know, man that like honest to God, man. Look you right now, I tell you, like, life is great, man. You know, um, I I'm dealing with some shit a little bit, you know, like I yeah, I try yeah. not to I try not to fucking um, focus on it too much because there's nothing I can do about some of it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, man, I just deal with it. Fuck, man. You know, I get a little bit, like, short-tempered, like, I have, you know, um, you know,
0: sometimes... Anyways, there's probably a lot of similar shit you deal with. Yeah, but how much... Doesn't it help you so much to be doing this, though, you know? That, it does, with, man. Right? It does,
1: <laughs> and you know what else, man? I fucking... I, damn, I got married almost two years ago, like a year uh, and a half ago, and okay, I'm... Man, my wife is so amazing, man. She's the fucking greatest, and and I just and I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for that up until now. Okay. You know, like I would have fucked it up if I if if I would have met her
0: anytime sooner than I did. Thank so, you know, brother, you went through everything that you did in life to meet her. Yeah, and you're blessed, and and because of God sees that you're making the effort, that's why she's in your life. It's awesome to see this. And he no, it's like this, man. crazy,
1: man. Like, what? However you want to talk about the universe or how? Like, right. but man, when you do sh- when you do the right thing, or like you're doing good shit, man. The universe fucking responds.
0: Oh yeah, you know, man. Yeah.
1: I've always like been able to visualize things in my life, and like from the time I was ten, man, man, I knew I was going to be a pro wrestler. Like, I fucking had this vision. I'm sure you did too, man. You had to. There's no way you could. There's no way you could have done what you did if you didn't have that fucking vision in your head, right? Like you're talking about it, man. You were talking about it earlier, like you talked about being in the right place at the right time. That's everyone has to have that. But there's so many other things that go along with it too, man. Right? Like being brilliant, oh, yeah. being fucking talented, having the work ethic, and fucking staying the course.
0: Anyways, the work ethic, work ethic, <laughs> yeah, your- dude. Work ethic, yeah. And not fucking giving up, man. And, and brother, I you and I have so many things in common, and that's why you know I when I see the new you know, I, I, I follow you on Twitter and I see what you're doing, and I when people post about you and stuff, I'm just fucking proud, of you, I'm proud Thanks, of you, man. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. I'm proud of you. You know, Thank I don't you. need to see you every day to call you brother. You know what I'm saying? Of course, of course, man. Fuck course. a lot of years, bro. A lot of fucking years. Yeah. I started wearing fucking shin pads. Because of you, <laughs> and I started using a because of you. You had those fucking white taekwondo fucking dirty ass knee shin pads, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, that. the shitty ones, yeah, yeah, because before, was, before yeah. I got,
1: yeah, because yeah, you couldn't. I had to go to Japan to get a, a pair of real ones. Oh, I was so fucking
0: happy I got a pair of real kick pads when I saw oh, those. My I stole ultimate dragons right in the dressing room. I didn't give what, <laughs> <fuck. laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Has anyone, seen my, has anyone seen my kick pads anywhere?
1: Yeah. I'm no, but happy. I just got
0: a new pair. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, bro? It is what it is. Yeah, still, it. Like, what do you got going on, brother? I hear you you are you going through some therapy, you're doing very well. I right? might have a match
1: next year, some shit like that. You know, it's a little talk,
0: but um uh, not, you. not trying to shit. not not try not to make a huge deal out of it. Bro, you're so full of shit, brother. You're just like <laughs> bro, you're gonna be in that ring like a motherfucker.
1: Try and get in shape.
0: Anyway. Oh yeah, you, you, I think you're doing all right, brother. I think you're doing all right. Hey, am, man.
2: okay, I go know. ahead, Nick. I was just gonna. I was. That's no, fine. We're about to. I know we're wrapping up here, but I was gonna say. I told uh, Vamp just before we started the interview, you were coming back, exactly. and his attitude was more like, "Why? Why would he write in there? You know, and exactly. Like, what the fuck is wrong
0: with you? But then it's the same thing that's wrong with me. I'm gonna do it too. So who the fuck am I saying anything? You know, you know man, man. Soon enough, I won't be able to do it at all. I can't do it now, and I'm still in there, brother. So don't even think that shit, because you know very well that it's in you, and you'll go in there with one arm and one leg. You don't give a fuck. You just like me, so don't say that. You know that. You'll find a way yeah. to do a spin kick with one leg. Yeah.
1: I just yeah, bought I one of those fucking stretch machines that you crank. No, you know what I'm talking we? about. Yeah, the right now. Who cool was?
0: Yeah. No Bro, I'm, I'm happy playing guitar. <laughs> I'm happy being on the radio. I'm a happy uh, create uh, hunting ghosts. I got a paranormal show, it's really fucking dope. Yeah, really? That. Yeah, yeah. I love that shit, man. Do hey, you
1: man. ever have Jaime Moussan on your show
0: or whatever? Like I, I'm a I'm a friend of his. Wow, he, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he's
1: the he's, a, he's like the number one UFO guy, the ovni oh, guy yeah. in all of Mexico.
0: Bro, Mexico is the fucking hot
1: man. Mexico's the fucking hot, like the capital of UFOs
0: yep. everywhere in the world. Man, it ain't e Egypt ain't got the fucking ruins, brother. I've you gotta seen come them down, down there. I seen yeah. them down there. I yeah. I've never met anyone that didn't see them down there. It, Mexico's another thing, brother. You know that. Yeah, that's why I've never left, man. Never left. Magical, uh,
2: man. So, what do you think? Are you into? You believe the ancient aliens theory? Then you think that they're like the 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 ruins down in Mexico or, You know, Dude, I don't
0: believe anything. I live it. I'm a part of that cult. I'm a part of that. Fuck.
1: Are cult. you a fucking Anunnaki?
0: hybrid nah, what the fuck man we're older than that brother <laughs> we're older than that yeah yeah no no I'm into the whole thing I go I go to a university in Italy to study magic I, I talk to Damien all the time I, yeah. I travel the world to do these other things I'm, I'm a, you know pretty high up in the Masons I'm a Freemason and, and you know I, I do all the rituals and all the math of course and especially since I saw the results and to be honest with you, if we, aside from all the joking around, when you really see and you get the veil taken off your eyes and and, and you fucking cross a dimension and you meet an alien, you're like, I fucking so angry that everything I've learned in my whole life is not true. It's just mind blowing. The holy grail is real but it's not an object. It's a frequency. It's a mathematical equation. It's a sound and it's a place. And you can do the fucking resurrection. And when you see and do these things and people say, ah, you're full of shit. I said, well, actually, no, I'm, I'm not. It's, it's so insane. And I've been into it for about 20 years now. So yeah. Hey yeah. man,
1: I, if you haven't, if you haven't
0: checked out a book,
1: uh, by Manly P hall called secret teaching of all the ages, you'll fucking love it.
0: You will it, love have, it, dude. I have it here in my iBooks. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, brother. If you're into that kind of shit, check out a guy named Mitch Horowitz. Just Google him. He's Alistair Crawley for our ages. Just, just check him out if you want to get educated.
1: I like, used to be into it huge, man. Like,
0: uh, I know, like I know. it's just,
1: yeah. I, Bro, I, that, I that, know that that ritual it.
0: that Alistair Crawley did, the one that he stopped, I started that. I, I started doing it myself.
1: Mm, is that what I, happened?
0: I, I fucking freaked out, and I, I couldn't. Yeah, it was, it was too heavy. But I've, I've, I've stayed in Alistair Crowley's house in Italy, in, Sicil- in Sicily. The one that's abandoned, the one that he had, the whole cult thing there, and Mussolini kicked him out and all that. It's still there. Is a Golden Dawn or something? Be after that. But if you go to that house, you still see his graffiti, his paintings. It's a shrine. But it, people won't go near it in Italy because it's haunted. But you can just go there and just fucking hang out. I do it. I've done it. I don't know. I stayed. I spent about three nights in there one time. Yeah, 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 no, I'm good. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's another trip, man. But I, I did it on perp. I did it for a reason, right? I did it for a ritual that I went through. And yeah, yeah, it was. Uh...
2: See, I, 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 don't, I don't, I would love to learn more. I, I am very into the occult. I, I only have my one, my own one really occult item. This is my skull cap that I keep behind me here, and I have no idea what kind of energy that has put into my life, um, but. But uh, I'm, su- I'm super interested in all of that stuff. I think it's uh, really fascinating, you know, especially when you talk about, like, the Holy Grail being a frequency and things and, like that. And just, like,
1: ancient mysteries, you know? Like, sure. uh, there's a lot of... It's not fascinating shit. Anyways, Vip, dude, I love you, man. I appreciate you taking, like, almost an hour to...
0: Bro, to I, got, with I, me, I got bro. mad fucking love for you, man. There's only a handful of people in this business that I call my brothers, and you're one of them.
1: Well, thank you, man. I appreciate you so much, man. And, I and you. I'm proud of and, you.
0: Whole, we're all proud of you, you. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Love you, man. I love you too, dude. And guys, please, anytime, anything. I'm I'm down. I'm on the team.
2: Welcome back to the game show portion of Pro Wrestling for Life. It is me, uh, Nick Hausman, the host here of the game show. Every time we do them, I mean, maybe not every time, sometimes Sean hosts them, but a lot of the time, I'm the host of the game show segment. Today, that is going to be what I'm doing. And of course, you can't have a head-to-head without two heads. First, coming to the show right now, he is the host of the overall Pro Wrestling for Life show, two-time WWE Hall of Famer, Sean X-Pac Waltman. Sean, welcome back to the game show segment.
1: Thank you, man. It's really good to be back here on the game show segment.
2: Yes, we're going to play a fun game here today. Uh, I have something I think kind of outside the box, creative, which uh, always bodes well when I try to think outside the box with the game here, Sean. So we'll see how this one goes.
1: <laughs> Hit and miss, usually hits.
2: Okay, well, we'll see. I, I'm i optimistic about this one. It passed the girlfriend test. I played it with Liz and she had a lot of fun with it. So we'll see if it translates. So Sean's here today and he's gonna go in head to head with a guy who left a very nice review on our iTunes page. He follows us on Twitter. He's somebody we picked it to go head to head here with Sean today on the show. It's our good friend Kevin Wolf. Kevin, welcome to Pro Wrestling for Life.
3: How's it going, guys?
2: Yeah, uh, that was
1: was that you that sent that review in yesterday, or was it yesterday I saw it?
3: I sent in a review yesterday.
1: Yeah, man. That was very nice. Very, very appreciate taking the time to do
2: that, Kevin. Oh, of
3: course, man. Appreciate everything you guys do. Thank you.
2: So I have to call out here real quick. I was a little uh, confused because Kevin screenshotted the wrong iTunes review. It was not actually his iTunes review. It was somebody else's, though. He did leave an iTunes review.
1: Yeah, but the other one was really
3: good. The one that the one the other guy left might have been there it better is. than
2: Kevin's. Oh yeah,
3: I told you mine was short and sweet. I'm I'm a, a few words.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. Well, either way, Kevin did do the right thing. He left an iTunes review, so we picked him to bring him on the show. The five stars him, too. Five five stars. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Just like he's a regular Dave Meltzer over here. So we uh we had another review. The review I thought was Kevin's was somebody who claimed they ran into me at a grocery store. Right? It was very oh. nice, but that's not Kevin. But that doesn't mean I'm going to change today's game up because I was inspired by the grocery store gimmick. So today on the show, Sean, Kevin, you're going to be going heads up in a game I'm calling Food Fight. Now, it's a very simple game. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to name a food item. And then you have to tell me which pro wrestler, in your opinion, is most like that food item and why. And then I will decide... Who has told me which wrestler is more like the food item I have listed here? Think outside the box. Get creative with it um, to decide who goes first here today. Uh, it is October 13th, 2021, as we release the show here today. It is Duke the Dumpster Drosy's birthday. First of all, happy birthday to Duke the Dumpster Drossi. Um, I'm going to give you both a chance to guess how old Duke the Dumpster Drosy turned today to see who goes first. So Kevin took a deep sigh. Kevin, I'll let you uh go first. How old do you think Duke the dumpster is here today? Okay. I uh, mm, 52. Okay. Sean, how old do you think Duke the dumpster Rosie is? 54. Oh, I'm sorry Kevin was closer. It is 51. Almost dead on the money. Hmm. Honestly, Kevin. Now, before we get into this, I I feel bad. I kind of I thought that we had some familiarity. Kevin, what do you do? If you're not in the grocery business, what do you do?
3: You're not gonna believe me. Uh, I am a dairy manager at a grocery store.
2: What? So you yeah. are also in the grocery business.
3: Yeah. That's why yeah. That's why I was kind of chuckling when you were talking about that.
2: That's amazing. I used to work at the deli at a Whole Foods here in Chicago. I absolutely loved that job. So I'm sorry loved- to hear that.
3: Oh, you like the job, yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: I had a great time. You, I mean, I was getting paid to just jaw jack across the deli counter with people.
1: Yada, 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 Nick. Nobody gives a shit about your fucking <laughs> job at the grocery
2: store.
3: <laughs> a man has spoken. Hey, I
2: couldn't help myself. <laughs> hey, Lisa Marie Verone, Victoria, used to come in and talk to me at the deli, and it always made my day very, just very talks nice to everyone. Well, whatever, Sean. It was still nice for me as I was making 12 bucks an hour slices of deli meat. All right. No fucks given about my deli, my grocery or deli background. Okay, let's get into it here. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> you're going to get to go first. Ugh. I'm going to tell you. Okay, so the, the first food item here is is spaghetti. Which pro wrestler is most like spaghetti to you and why? Sean, I'll throw it to you next.
3: Current or it doesn't matter.
2: Doesn't matter. All time. Which wrestler is most like spaghetti to you and why?
3: Oh, boy. Okay, let's go with uh, AEW's Marco Stunt. Skinny little fella.
2: (laughs) Skinny little Marco Stunt. Uh, Spaghetti Man. Spaghetti Man Marco Stunt. Sean, when you think of spaghetti, what pro wrestler comes to mind? Captain Lou. Oh, and can you tell us a bit more why Captain Lou comes to mind when you think of spaghetti? Because on
1: Tuesday Night Titans, there was this segment one time where he was like just fucking feeding his face and Uh, I think he was dressed like a pumpkin or some crazy shit. Like, I think it might have been the Halloween episode, but uh, I could be making this whole thing up fucking right now, but I think it's (laughs) a real memory. Uh, But, yeah, Captain Lou.
2: Okay, well, you know what? Honestly, Sean, more detailed, more passionate pitch. I think we'll go with Captain Lou Albano uh, in spaghetti. So, Sean, up one to nothing here. Kevin, over to you. Uh, Granny smith apple when you think of pro wrestlers which one do you think of when you think of granny smith apple
3: uh i think you got to go carlito right eating oh. the apple spitting it i mean come on i think that's kind of a low-hanging fruit if you will carlito let's go carlito
2: okay sean which which wrestlers uh, most like uh, a granny smith apple for you i was gonna say dean douglas and why? Oh,
1: that's a good a fucking one. Fucking teacher, teacher Ooh. Apple. That's a good one. He's still using this.
2: Ah, it's
3: way better.
1: Not okay. Really, yours is a little bit more obvious.
2: Uh, you know what? Since Kevin was so adamant that he was not right. Sean, I'm going to give you two and Yeah, that,
3: that was that was that was well done, well played.
2: Thanks, and man. I, I think we were just on the anniversary of the the Dean Douglas Sean Michaels match that didn't happen for the IC title. So anyway. Razor's Night. I know, I know. Um, all right, back to you here, Kevin. When you think of Keish, Keish, what pro wrestler comes to mind? Quiche. Egg Dish.
3: Yeah. I have no reason to come up with this, but uh, the head shrinkers. I just remember the Survivor Series, there's stuff in their face. You got... Uh... Sorry who else was in that bastion booger those guys stuff in her face making a mess turkey legs quiche pop they popped in my head when you say quiche it makes no sense okay i get it i just remember those guys boom 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 boom
2: okay head shrinker sean when i say quiche who comes to mind for you which pro wrestler rickishy oh
1: that's what we used to call him. short
3: quiche
2: wow okay a good play on words but i'm gonna give this one to kevin because again much more detailed not just a play on words so I'm gonna give this one. So one Kevin's time.
1: getting fucking socially promoted, basically.
2: Yeah, basically. Try to so keep it close.
1: Game's not over yet.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Just, gotta just keep it close. Bullshit.
3: Yeah, I, you're right. But I, I'm gonna think, take it.
2: I I think in the I think in the context of what the game is, I'm not looking for word play. I'm looking for what emotes emotionally connects with the food. So that's why I gave it to Kevin then. That's why my thought process was. Hmm. All right, Kevin, back to you. When you think of a russet potato a russet potato what wrestler comes to mind russet potato oh boy I know not a red potato right a russet a brown russet potato
3: mantar just in the outfit looks like him. kind of shaped like a potato looks like he's brown
2: that's a very good answer I actually like mantar as a potato Sean when you think of russet potato who do you think of here
1: I don't know, man. Um, Exactly. (laughs) This
2: isn't good. good. Kevin's sneaking up on a two to two here. I
1: don't know. Um, Rockstar Spud.
2: Rockstar Spud. Oh, wow. Wow. That's really good, actually. Uh, Man, he's got the word Spud in his name. Mantar does kind of look like a potato, but I got a lean Spud. And you know what, Sean? A three to one. You've won my food fight game here today. We did a nice job talking about foods and this year. But before we go, since we have Kevin here, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for him to be on the show and talk. To I you. thought we were. Uh, I
1: thought you've been on the show before, Kevin. No, like you no, seem familiar to me, dude. Like,
3: you, no you, sir, I hadn't. The first time.
1: Another one of those. I feel like I've met you somewhere before.
3: No, no. All right. Well, I'm happy to be here.
1: But yeah, Kevin, happy to since, have
2: you Kevin. Since since you are here, what's a lifetime opportunity, uh, is there is there something you want to ask John to, to wrap up here since you got him here right now? Is yeah,
3: that... sure, if you don't mind, and it's kind of a uh, might sound a little silly to you, but WrestleMania fifteen, yeah, Triple H when he turned, how did how did the, how did you feel for that was going to impact your career? DX going it forward.
1: Was, it was my decision.
3: Get out, really?
1: Yeah, because when I. When 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 Vince McMahon asked me to have the match with Shane at WrestleMania, there was a couple of conditions because he had he was unproven man. Like I didn't know he's going to be that good, you know. Um, uh, one was that I I'm going over, I'm winning the match, and two was that like he had to, I called the shots, he had to listen to, uh, you know, me, and mm-hmm. like both of them ended up not happening. And I'm going to tell you, like, the first one, uh, the calling the shots thing, like, I let him call some of them because he brought some really good fucking ideas. And I know this isn't all part of your, you know, your question, but it has to do with it, you know? So, um, yeah, he just – he really brought a lot more to the table than I ever imagined he would at that stage in the game for him. And so – but, you know, going over – That was he, Vince, Vince agreed to it. And like, they never once asked me to change it. It's just as soon as Paul started telling me he's turning at WrestleMania, like, his turn wouldn't have meant shit. His turn would have been fuck all if it wouldn't have been me he turned on. So, um, it was just the right thing to do. It was Buddy System and it paid off, it, it paid off huge for me because I, it was. Dude, it martyred me. I was fucking I had I had so much sympathy. Uh and I went right into my team with Kane and we fucking crushed it. I made yeah. made great money. I had a great fucking run as the cha- uh, tag chance, Kane and I. Yeah and um yeah, so I had it was okay, you're doing the job, but you're fucking winning, man. Like you know, um there's no t- it was just great, man. It was great for me. Losing
2: that match was fucking great. oh there you go, Kevin. Are you,
1: are you satisfied?
2: With Absolutely. Your, yeah, I
3: mean, what did, what did you think?
1: What you think, Kevin? Like, I mean, oh, do, do I w- you think that it hurt? Hurt my?
3: No, hurt? No, 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 no. I mean, as a kid, I was pissed, but yeah, you know, I no, know. Know. but no, no. But look at now, I was just kind of curious, like in the moment were you thinking, like, shit, like we've only been doing this for a year. Now what? But obviously not, man. I know, I know. In the end, it worked out. I'm just curious, your mindset at the time
1: it was just the thing to do, man. It was the thing to do, you know, Crazy. Um, that was my, that was my spot.
3: Yeah. To, well, to, worked uh, out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And man. I was, and
1: I, you, you could do that
3: with me. You
1: know, I was the type that you could do that
3: with. So yeah. awesome. Well, I appreciate the answer. Thank you.
2: And, Thanks, and, Kevin, and Kevin real fast before we let you go, uh, where can people go online to find you uh, support you on Twitter? All that type of stuff.
3: Oh, it's uh... Oh, boy, I don't even know what it is. Let me pull it up for you,
2: Kevin. You got to know your socials.
3: Uh, I'm not. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's, at, you, Kevin. <laughs> it's at it's at Casey Wolf three two eight Twitter.
2: Cool. Thank you, Kevin. It's wonderful talking to you today, my friend.
3: Guys, I appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Thank you for your support, brother. Brother. All right, everyone. Thanks for
1: tuning in to another episode of Pro Wrestling for Life. Uh, I want to thank Vamp for coming on, spending an hour with us. My man Kevin coming on, playing game with us. Uh, thank you, Nick. And you know what, man? Um, for anybody that's still listening to this segment that's made it this far, um, man, I get, I thank everyone, and I, quite often I get to thank you all. I, I, fuck, man. Uh, that's why I'm doing this for you all. And, uh, So I really appreciate everyone that keeps tuning in.
2: Uh,
1: Yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah, for sure. And, And thank you to Marsh, too, by the way, who edits the show every week. Marsh, you do a great job. We appreciate everything you do, guys. So thank you all so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week.